0: Losing money in the stock market roller coaster? Frustrated with the government taxing you into oblivion? Worried about inflation? How do you prepare for so many financial uncertainties? Welcome to the show that will help you develop your game plan, the financial quarterback with Josh Jelinski. Josh is a noted financial advisor and president of the Jelinski Advisory Group, and he's here to answer your questions. Call into the show at 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. Now let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski.
1: Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, and we're taking your calls live all hour at 800-321-0710. Today we're going to be talking about a new plan uh, by President, uh, by former Vice President Joe Biden. If he were president, what he would do to your 401ks, actually lowering the amount you could deduct from them. I don't know if you saw that. That was a striking thing. We're also going to be talking later on to Louis Euler, founder and president of the Na- National Tax Limitation Committee, one of the nation's leading grassroots lobbyists for you, the taxpayer. And so uh, he'll be talking about record-setting tax increases uh, proposed by Vice Pre- former Vice President Biden and what the $4 trillion in taxes could mean to you. And I'm going to be talking about this retirement plan conspiracy. I don't even know. I guess it's not called a conspiracy. It's a proposal to limit the amount that you could deduct from your 401k. But this is an open line portion of the show now, so we really want to hear from you. Give us a call right now at 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. If you have questions on stocks, bonds, annuities, mutual funds, whatever question you have, No question is a dumb one except the one that you do not ask. So the Biden retirement proposal would overhaul traditional 401k benefits. Critics say the proposal violates his promise, according to Megan Henney of foxbusiness.com. Essentially, uh, now he says he's not going to raise taxes on Americans earning less than 400 grand, but a critical tax hike, by the way, is the loss of a deduction, especially one of the only deductions we have left. And it's a deduction that helps the government not bail you out in retirement. So it's a good deduction. An often overlooked part of the Democratic presidential candidate's tax plan would overhaul the tax preferences of traditional retirement accounts like 401ks. Folks, many of you listening, you started with nothing and you grew a nice nest egg. Maybe it was 200,000. Maybe it was 300,000. Maybe it was 500,000. Maybe it was a million. Maybe it was 2 million. Maybe it was 5 million in a 401k or IRA. It's one of the really revolutions of the 20th century that created more millionaires than just about anything else in history. Joe Biden wants to stop that. He wants to stop middle-class people from becoming millionaires, according to this. Biden has vowed to convert the current deductibility of traditional retirement contributions into matching refundable credits for 401ks, IRAs, and others. Hey, guys, leave the 401k alone. Under current law, workers contribute pre-tax dollars to the accounts, reducing your current taxable income. When the funds are eventually withdrawn in retirement, that money is taxed. So there's no tax loophole for the rich. And generally, you're not rich if you're doing a 401k. But the system tends to disproportionately benefit wealthier earners since some deductions are more valuable the higher one's income bracket is. Duh! Because if you make 50 grand, you're in a 10% bracket the benefit you would receive is 10%. If you're in a 24% bracket, the benefit you receive is 24%. You're just getting more of your own money back to you, which by the way, you're going to have to pay back in taxes anyway, when you turn 72 and have to take your required minimum distribution. For instance, a taxpayer in the top income bracket would receive a $37 benefit for every $100 contributed to a retirement account. By comparison, a taxpayer in the bottom bracket would receive a $10 benefit. That's what a deduction is. But now we're going to handouts. And lest I be an equal opportunity, not an equal opportunity offender, I think, I, I think all the handouts uh, this year uh, were a problem under a Republican president. Uh, You know, basically, we're going to go where we're buying everyone's votes. We're going to give you some money here. We're going to give you some money there. And you know what's going to happen? There's going to be no money left someday. And the market's going to crater. And nothing the Fed nor a president can do would sit. Well, there will come a time when that happens. And I I fear that day. But uh, for right now, happy days are here again. You know, the Nasdaq's getting higher. The Uh, You know, we had two uh, rough days the last two days, but generally the market's looking more buoyant. But Biden has proposed eliminating deductions and instead replacing them with flat tax credits. Well, that would be nice if we had a flat tax, right? The campaign has not specified what the percentage would be, but the Tax Foundation estimated that a 26% credit would be roughly revenue neutral, something the Biden campaign is aiming for. So if you gave $100 and you only paid $10 in tax, you're going to get $26 in taxes back. Another potential handout. So it's crazy. Now, there's a lot here that I want to talk about. Number one, the plan is a bit moronic. Number two, it amounts to a handout on people who are really not taking their money and saving it anyway. I think it would be just better to give a handout if he wants to give, you know, 1000 or $2,000, and people put it in their retirement accounts, something like that. And by the way, we already have the, in, the uh, earned income tax credit, where if you're under a certain amount and you do an IRA, you get a gimme anyway. So maybe you, you add that back. As an incentive to save, if, if you really wanted to go to these credit formations, but why have another group be dependent on the government that doesn't need the government? If you get two million bucks in the government, you're not you're not going to go on Medicaid. I love it when I have people say, "I have two million in IRA, I'm, I'm going to give all my money to my kids and go on Medicaid." Oh, yeah, you have fat chance. It's not going to happen. So you're going to pay into the system. You're not going to go on Medicaid. What say you give us a call 800 3210710 And this news article illustrates what I've been saying all along, which is that those of you who have are going to be enemies of the state. And you're going they're going to need your money. And as Willie Sutton went to banks because, you know, that's where the money is. Uh, The old bank robber, Willie Sutton, used to rob banks. You heard this guy, maybe. And he used to say, Willie, why do you rob banks? And he would say, well, because that's where the money is. Mr. Biden, why are you going after my 401k? It's fine. I'm paying taxes. I'm paying RMDs because that's where the money is. I mean, if you want to uh, raise more revenue, change the RMD from 72 back to 70. You're getting more tax revenue that way. And it's not a gimmick that's what most people signed up for so we're going to talk about the Biden plan to lower the deductibility of your 401k the the other fallacy thing of why this is kind of foolish is because people really understand the 401k because it's been a 30 or 40 year experiment, 40 plus year experiment. So just as now people are saving into their 401k, you want to ruin something. It took 40 years for of the 401k to become a success. Now they used to tell you, you would be in a lower tax bracket when you retire. Remember that? Uh, max out your 401k, madam, because when you retire, you'll be in a lower bracket. Remember that? That was the ruse that they gave us. So if you have an IRA or 401k, you need to call us at 888-988-JOSH for the how much will I pay in taxes under the new Biden proposed review. And here's the thing. You're not really paying that little tax with Trump. I'm tired of hearing, oh, the uh, the taxes are lower. My taxes aren't lower, folks. So I don't know where we got where the government taking – 37 cents of every dollar is not enough taxes. I don't know about you. (laughs) And then FICA tax and then social security tax. Why do do we tax the job creator? So, um, yeah, my my, uh, good friend George, who's a risk management specialist with us, Mao and Castro funded regimes on confiscations. Yes, they did. That's exactly what's going to happen if these things go forth. Confiscatory taxation, which, by the way, we already have it. (laughs) I mean, what amount is the highest amount that you're not entitled to of your paycheck? 37 cents in every dollar plus 8.97 cents in every dollar. Now, if you want to say... If you're a billionaire, I mean, to to one degree, if you want to say, hey, if you don't have any active income and you have capital gains from Amazon stock, Zuckerberg, uh, we're going to tax you at 23.8%. Oh, yeah, by the way, I think they do that already. So... And, you know, the economy didn't flip out with that. If you want to raise that, okay, if you're worth over a billion dollars and you sell your shares of Amazon, you're going to pay 37 cents in every dollar. I'd be okay with that a little bit. If if, if they're, you know, like Warren Buffett or whatever. I, I really don't think that's right either. But the point is, don't raise taxes on somebody making, you know, 200 grand a year putting 20 grand here in their 401k so that they are not reliant on the government anyway so give us a call 800-321-0710 800-321-0710 if you want to chime in with me and folks give us a call right now 888-988-Josh 888-988-5674 we'll be back after these messages
2: it's always on your mind retirement whether you're 55 or 35 not everyone wants to work forever and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check. Call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674. Hey,
3: meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there, just reading this article. On what? New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Jalinski. Josh Jalinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback
2: Radio program, for your free economic plan. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-JOSH.
0: These British
1: invasion this week in music history. Some days I just want to shut up and do the whole show like that, right? Wouldn't that be great? So, we're going to go to the phone lines. Who do, who do we have? Go ahead. Joe, go ahead. Hello, Josh. How are you doing? Wonderful. Great to hear your voice. Glad to
4: hear it. Glad you and the wife of uh, shared to are safe. Happy Labor Day.
1: I want to ask a few questions.
4: I'll be quick. I know you're busy. One, um, with uh, the Biden-Harris plan, how much uh, will they How will it affect IRAs and 402Ks? I'm an American Marine veteran on a very, very fixed income. I may get something from the VA. I've been applying for 40, 41 years for compensation for physical disability. So when I get to receive, hopefully with God's grace, a, uh, a settlement, um, and I put in this IRAs and 402ks and uh, CDs, how will it? Have, how would the uh, the uh, their, uh, Biden's plan affect it?
1: Well, it depends how much the settlement is. But generally speaking, if you're in the higher brackets, now here's the thing. He says. The, to be fair, if you make over 400 grand, you have nothing to worry about, but here's where that's not true. If you look, you watch what politicians do, not what they say. If you look, they're going to look to limit the amount that you can write off of your 401k. So let's say you, you know, I don't know what, what tax bracket you're in now. Uh, Do you know what tax bracket you're in? I'm in a
4: very low tax bracket because I'm on a very fixed income. But we're Okay, talking so, about- so this, is, this
1: is actually a great point. You're not in a very high tax bracket at all under the Trump code. Okay, so you inherit all this money. You put it in or you come into it via an IRA or 401K. Every, or you get a settlement, you invest it, and you invest it in a stock that pays a dividend. That dividend then causes your tax bracket to go up. And what could happen is if you put your money in an IRA or 401k, instead of you getting uh, a dollar for dollar write off, when you put money in, you get a reduced write off, you get reduced write offs and a higher bracket because you've come into money through an unfortunate circumstance that caused you to get a settlement, like an accident or something like that. Now, certain things are tax free when you get settlements under it, but that's under the current law, which is all subject to change. I mean, We've never had, by the way, I don't think maybe President Obama was the first. We very rarely had. This is an interesting point um, somebody brought up this week. We've usually had presidents on both sides say, we're going we're gonna to fight to lower your taxes. You know, read my lips, no new taxes. Remember remember that? And then George H.W. W. Bush raised taxes, and he got the boot. And then President Clinton said, hey, I'm going to lower your taxes. Keep government small." And then Bush said, I'm going to lower your taxes. Then Obama said, I'm not going to raise your taxes. And then all of a sudden now, raising taxes has become cool. I don't care what party you are. We've got to get to the place where it's cool to have your own money back to you. And I think for some reason it's the boldness and the lack of boldness on politicians. I mean, if you look at uh, – there, there's a woman, a uh, young woman in Baltimore, Kim Classic, who's, who's you know become a viral sensation – and she may or may not win in Baltimore, but what she's proved and proven, you know, normally the Republican candidate gets like 10% of the vote in Baltimore. Even if she loses, she might get 40% of the vote in Baltimore. That's unheard of because she's speaking with bold colors and not pale pastels. Why does the AOC get so much traction? Because she believes this stuff. You know, you know, I don't know why more Republicans don't say, you know what? I'm tired of soaking the rich. I never got a job from a poor person. I don't even care if Bezos and Zuckerberg, I know they evade the taxes because they don't throw off a dividend, but you know what? They've created more wealth for their employees than probably any other companies in the history of mankind. And, you know, I don't know where, it, why we aren't more bold about like, you know, it's cool to, like have your own money back to you. Like get the government is a poor arbiter. I mean, the Bill Gates Foundation, do they give money to the government? No, they give money to the Gates Foundation. Does Warren Buffett give money to the government? No, he gives money to the Gates Foundation. To avoid taxes, by the way, which he can do, but we can't, you know. So anyway, uh, I also think it's a ploy to keep middle-class people down. You know, I never had two nickels together growing up. I mean, I did because I worked side jobs. I had a couple grand as a kid. I I saved a, a remarkable amount of money being very cheap uh which which is a good tip but my parents were in welfare for a period we were uh we had no home for a period uh we, we struggled our whole whole lives growing up and thankfully uh god's blessed me immensely but the the thing is nobody ever gave us money nobody gave us handouts even when we were in welfare we had to beg in line i mean back then you know to we had to go to the ER if, if I had an asthma attack because we didn't have enough money to go to, to go, you know, there was no, you know, child, and inf- there was supposedly some child clinic you could go to if you were poor, and, and then we had to wait in line. So we ended up going to the ER if I had an asthma attack to get a nebulizer because we couldn't afford the nebulizer at home. There's all these things. But the point is, uh, I was there, and the government really didn't help me. And, and I always like to say this, big government can't save you and won't save you, but it can screw up your life. So as it relates to the, the Biden tax plan, one of the biggest things, like the biggest middle class tax cut is the 401k and the home mortgage deduction and the charitable deduction. They're looking to limit the amount you can deduct on charity and home And limit the amount you deduct on your 401k. And I do not really, uh, you know, back in the day, you know, JFK, big Democrat superstar, he lowered taxes. So it's crazy. Now it's it's insane what's going on with, with, with tax planning. So we have to make tax cuts cool again. You know, the president was talking about a payroll tax. Everybody goes, no, 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 we don't want a payroll tax. We don't want to get our, more of our own money back to us that we hard earned." The government is a very poor steward of wealth. So, I, I mean, where does the money go? They get, they get trillions of dollars in tax revenue. Where does it all go? Well, you know, I, I had one time a guy that I knew, he said he had to destroy the trucks so that they would get new trucks every year, as part of the budget. Because if you didn't spend all the money in the budget, you wouldn't get, a, you know, you wouldn't get uh, expenditures for the next year. There's a lot of good federal workers. I'm not, you know, saying saying that if you work for the federal government, you're a bad person. We need you, but you know, there's a lot of waste. And and I and I love when people say, oh well, uh, there isn't that much waste. There used to be these reports. Oh well, the waste isn't really that bad. If we cut all the waste. And then for some reason, like uh, you you hear the president, he he cut some deal with Boeing and he had them to cut their fee for what they were spending and all that. That was never even reported in the waste. That's a big thing of waste. Like John Stossel has done these things on like a $2 million bathroom in a park. Uh, You know, that stuff isn't even counted as waste, fraud or abuse. That's just counted as uh, working with the government. I work with the government, so I can charge them 10 times what they would charge for a $200,000 bathroom. So, does that help you, sir? Or any other questions on that? Yes,
4: it Sorry. does, Josh. I had a quick, quick couple of clicks for the road. Um, with all these companies, such as Models, closing up, going out of business, as one of the has, like, a, has a, considered a creditor when you have gift cards. Uh, uh, Could they be cashed in for cash? That's another question. Another question is, can we save...
1: No, no. I hate gift cards for that reason.
4: Josh, can we save Brooks Brothers? I love Brooks Brothers. American-made products, Italian-made, Hong Kong, not made in communist China with forced labor. Can we save Brooks Brothers? The American people start buying online Brooks Brothers,
1: going to the stores if they're open. Can we save Brooks Brothers? I would like to put together a fund that would save Brooks Brothers. Wouldn't that be cool? I, I would love that. You know let let's put together that, but we'll you know, oh, it already sold. Brooks Brothers was sold for 325 million. Oh my goodness, why, why weren't we involved in that deal? I would have put together a fund, 325 million. It's like going to be acquired by a group called Authentic Brands. See, this is – I mean, these stuff should be in, uh, investigated. It's crazy. Okay, so it was never on the open market. So the creditors of – did we hear that Brooks Brothers went under? Did, yes, we all heard that. Did we know it was for sale? $325 million. We could have put that together as a fund. Um, but what happens in – in this, these these are the problems with where our country is not having to do with the tax policy. These companies get bought—Good American Brands, Brooks Brothers, Toys R Us—and they get leveraged to the hilt with what's called an LBO leverage buyout. They then the private equity firms extract those profits because they're loaning money out with no taxes. This is the issue. This is one of the issues of tax equity. There's nothing to do with the tax rate. So they, so whoever bought Brooks Brothers, and, and I'm not, you know, casting aspersions. I could be wrong in exactly how it was done, but I, I know this was the case with Toys R Us. They take a leverage buyout. They extract all the equity of a good brand. Then they run the company into the ground. Then they declare bankruptcy. Then they have a taxable loss that they carry over against their other uh, gains. Then <laughs> they, there's some other unnamed group, probably having some connection to the old group that buys the new group for a fraction of what it was worth. So August 12th, a company bought Brooks Brothers for $325 million, which to be honest is not, it's like, what? I would have bought that. Not that I had that money, but I would have bought. I would I raised money for that. But we didn't hear about it. So I think it's a bit, uh, you know, we don't we don't get that opportunity. But whoever ran Brooks Brothers the last couple years was running to the ground. But it is a great American brand, and I'm, I'm glad to see it will continue. Wonderful American brand. So uh, any other questions? Yeah, Josh, to your knowledge,
4: I don't know. I don't have any access to the Internet. We're in a building, uh, 80 American veterans. Uh, 30, uh, 13 have died recently, five in the last 13 weeks, God rest souls. I'm not on a mm-hmm. run. I go out six days a week, all five boroughs. Uh, with would test to bring food back to the shut-ins. But the idea is is that um, I don't have access to the internet. They shut the computer room down six months mm-hmm. ago. But the thing is, Josh, uh, do you, to your knowledge, do you know if it will be the same quality but that's why I supported
1: Rips Brothers since I was a kid. American-made, well, Italian-made, I, I think made, it, I think it probably will. I mean, wow, $325 million, that was amazing. So uh, and it's an iconic brand. I mean, it's really one of the great American brands. So we'll see. It was acquired by Authentic Brands Group, LLC, and the Spark Group. So I wonder how much debt they had on the company. Okay, we'll be back. Give us a call, 800-321-0710. We'll be back after these messages are you worried about the recent coronavirus crisis and how it may have affected your money hi everybody i'm josh jolinski the financial quarterback inviting you to join me for my complimentary six ways to keep calm during turbulent markets webinar if you schedule and keep your no obligation webinar today at 888-988-josh it's a great thing to do if you're stuck at home under stay at home orders call us right now 888-988-josh if you're bored there's never been a better time to get a second opinion on your wealth than right now 888-988-JOSH 888-988-5674 and go to my website retirementrealitycheck.com today and take your free investment profile quiz and when you buy my book you're eligible for three free gifts
2: 888-988-JOSH call Josh Jelinski host of the popular financial quarterback radio program 888-988-JOSH
1: your questions uh right now 888988 Josh if you want help potentially navigating you know your largest asset is most likely an IRA and that's a giant IOU to the government when you did an IRA you made a deal with the proverbial devil what what do you mean well your favorite uncle came along uncle sam and said, I'm going to give you a tax break today. And then you're going to be in a lower tax bracket when you retire. Be never realized, you wouldn't be in a lower tax bracket when you retired. You're in a higher tax bracket. So there's a lot that you've got to worry about, folks. But your IRA shouldn't be one of them. Call us at 888-988-JOSH, and we'll help you navigate the tax structure and then how to do a Roth so that you could potentially pay the taxes now and have the tax money grow tax-free for as long as you live. So give us a call now, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. If you have questions on stocks, bonds, annuities, mutual funds, we're going to go to the phone lines right now. If you have questions, give us a call Now, 800-321-0710. Folks, now is an epic time to refinance mortgages. Rates are as low as 2.625 for a 30-year fixed. I mean, whoa. You couldn't take that other money and invest it. And isn't that what the Fed is trying to do? Trying to push all the savers out of cash and into the loving arms of of the equity markets. So, give us a call. 888-988-JOSH if you want help with your money. We're here for you. We're also offering a 27-point back-to-school checklist. Now, Over half of U.S. households spent their stimulus on essential bills like rent and food. What did the other half do? They didn't need it. (laughs) September 4th, 2020, Alicia Adamchik. as Democrats and Republicans in Congress and the Trump administration debate what financial aid should be included in the next coronavirus relief bill, or if there should even be another relief bill at all, Recent data from the U.S. BLS sheds light on how the 159 million Americans who received the one-time stimulus checks earlier spent the money this year. The majority of Americans, 59%, used their checks to pay for daily expenses the one-time. So that means 31% probably didn't need it. The largest portion of respondents, 66%, said they used at least some of their stimulus checks to pay for food. That's not surprising. Around 26 million Americans... In July, reported they were not getting enough to eat because they did not have the funds to pay for food, according to the U.S. Census Bureau data. Half of those who received the check spent it on utility bills, while 47% spent some of it on household supplies and personal care items. More than half of the respondents used it for rent, 28% for rent, 23% used it to pay for their mortgage. After paying for essentials, 13% used the checks to pay off debt. Good for you. And 12% saved most of it. People in lower income groups are more likely to report. Now here's the thing. Are you really going to tell people what you use money for? If you use it for stupid things, if you use it for a poll? No. So I, I question the validity, to be honest, of that poll entirely. So give us a call, folks. 888 josh Uh... Powell Chairman Powell, Fed Chairman Powell, says the duration of low interest rates will be measured in years. Another punishment for savers. and hey, guess it's working, right? The uh, stock market's booming. Pence says White House and the Congress have reached an agreement to avoid shutdown without adding. Coronavirus relief. Now, um, so they've avoided a shutdown. I I think they should let things shut down. I mean, and just save the money for a year and then pay off the debt. You know, do we really need half of these people, you know, in the government? Do we really need a secretary of education? I mean, why can't, you know, that be a local school board thing? That we really need a, uh, a secretary of this and a secretary of this, and then they need their assistance, and then they need the assistant deputy, and then the assistant deputy the assistant deputy needs a deputy. so it's, it's a lot of money that, that just gets wasted, and most decisions for schools, for example, are made at the local school board. so and then we need money for this, and then we need money for that anyway. so This is an interesting article, Allowance Forever. Some millennials are still taking money from parents. That's funny. Now, wealthy parents are finding a financial aid loophole for college. Amid an intense national furor over the fairness of college admissions, the education department is looking into a tactic that has been used in some suburbs in which wealthy parents transfer legal guardianship of their college-bound kids to relatives or friends who are of lesser means so that they can claim financial aid. Strategy caught the department's attention amid a spate of guardianship transfers here means that only the children's earnings were considered in their financial aid applications not the family income or savings that has led to awards of scholarships and access to federal financial aid designed for the poor several universities in illinois say they are looking into the practice which is legal over financial aid resources our financial aid resources are limited in the practice of wealthy parents transferring guardianship of their kids to qualify for need-based financial aid hey that's a smart idea i never thought of it Not how ethical that is, though. So uh, that's crazy, according to the Wall Street Journal. Transferring guardianship just to get a little extra money. Only in America, right? It's craziness. Allowance forever. Some millennials are still taking money from parents, according to Blair Schiff. Millennials get a bad rap sometimes, often being told they are difficult to manage and even entitled Now, a new guilt-ridden study says nearly half of all millennials still get monthly money from their parents. Also known as Gen Y, millennials are typically defined as people born between 19... I don't think this is right. I've studied demography 81 to 96. I would say it's more 85 to 96, and are poised to become the largest living generation in America. The survey... By the way, we need to educate these millennials and not start beating them up because they're going to save America because the generation after them is really messed up. The survey conducted by Money Under 30 asked 1,000 millennials about their financial independence. About 46% of millennials admitted their parents still help them with basic costs like their cell phone, their groceries, and their rent. The study says millennials are struggling with this due to variety factors, including lower salaries, high cost of living, the need to save for the future and trying to pay down monster and student loan debt because they're idiots and took debt out that they shouldn't have. In fact, 80% of those surveyed said they anticipate achieving their material goals much later than their parents did. About 13% of millennials admitted in the survey that they don't have any savings at all, while 60% said they have less than 5000 put away in savings. Let them work hard like you did. I mean, I, I really get incensed when I hear about these entitled stories. But hey, it's not really the millennials' fault, is it? It's probably their parents' fault more than them. So if you're a parent of a millennial, wake up. Stop giving them money. Let them work hard. Let them work two jobs. I mean, they're young. When I was 22, I worked 16 hours a day. Because you have time. And instead, okay, ah, oh, I have a, uh, I have anxiety. I work seven, eight hours a day. I'm too stressed out because the way uh, my other employees look at me, and then I'm gonna go, and then I'm gonna go to the bar at night, spend another hundred hours a night. I mean, come on, I, I built my whole company on making next to nothing, but doing it for 16 hours. So they can too, and. I don't know. So what say you? Give us a call. 800 321 Here's a good question to ask the audience at 800 321 What are you doing right now to instill financial independence in your kids? So as a parent, anything you did right where you said, you know what? Uh, we did this with our kid and – things worked out well. We told them the value of the dollar. I'd like to hear some good stories. Give us a call. 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. Give us a call. eight 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 nine eight eight. Josh. Somebody says I'm listening to you right now. Okay, we're not we're not repeating any calls. This is not a repeat. So give us a call. with your questions at 800-321-0710. We'll be back after these messages. Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback here. In these uncertain financial times, it is imperative that you guard your financial future. If you call within the next three minutes, we will offer our complimentary bear market survival guide, which will detail steps to help your plan to potentially survive the COVID-19 crisis. The bear market survival guide will cover how you might still be able to retire amid a volatile economic climate. We will throw in our complimentary 27-point ultimate game plan for retirement. Call us at 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674 for your bear market survival.
2: Guide. Call Josh Jolinsky, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio program, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. It's always on your mind, retirement, whether you're 55 or 35. Not everyone wants to work forever, and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax-saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check. Call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674.
1: Go to pieces and Go ahead, Joe from Connecticut. And folks, call us right now for your free retirement reality check. You get a free book of your choice on a subject matter Anywhere from Medicare to retirement planning, and you get a 27 point ultimate financial checklist. We audit your entire financial plan from a perspective of taxes, fees, and risk. We'll also give you our income optimizer plan and show you how you can get an income that lasts as long as you do. So we will actually – one of the things we'll, we'll, we'll give you is a Social Security plan, 27-point ultimate financial game plan, which will detail every year from, let's say, 65 to 85. You'll get a blueprint of how you can retire and how you can live off your savings and still leave a legacy. So call us now, 888-988-JOSH, for that free bonus if you call us now, 888-988-JOSH. Who do we have next? Joe, go ahead. Joe. Joe Mentum, go ahead. Just uh,
4: conversation earlier about you're from the same school as I am. <laughs> it's refreshing to hear that.
1: Yeah, the school of hard knocks. Nobody exactly. gave me anything. My I, question is, um, I'm interested in purchasing a, uh,
4: another another home, and I wanted I have some money in the bank, over a hundred thousand, and I was thinking of taking out a, a home equity line of credit to have all the money. So if I find a property that I want to buy, just go out, pay it, uh, try to pay it down with cash? Or is it better to take out a bigger mortgage
1: uh, to finance the property? Yeah. Well, um, I think with record low interest rates, I mean, I'm I'm just looking at refinancing a mortgage, 2.625 on a 30-year fixed. Whoa. I had a buddy tell me this week, good listener, friend of the program, he said, Josh, you can get like an amazing loan. He's like, I just got 3%. I went, I went to the uh, website he recommended, and I was like, whoa, 2.625. So I'm a big believer in using the bank's money to enlarge your own. Hey, that's what the Fed is telling us they want us to do. Take out debt at record low rates and buy assets, right? They don't, they don't, they're not incentivizing savings. Now, long-term... I don't think that will end well. Okay. So give us a give us a call 888-98 Josh. We'd love to talk to you. 888 988 Josh. Any other questions on that?
4: I uh, know that you answered my question. I I love your show. Thank you very much.
1: Wonderful. So folks, uh give us a call 800-321-0710. If you want a rule book for wealth, we have a 27-point uh, checklist where what will go through what you're missing, what you're lacking. You don't know what you don't know, right? And our program will show you what the impact of taxes will be, alternatives to 529. We can show you how to legally and ethically plan for college, not like some of these other people transferring guardianship. So give us a call, folks. 8 at, 8, 9 at 8. Josh. We'll be back after these messages. Hey,
3: meet you out on the first tee? Yeah, I'll be right there. Just reading this article. On what? New bill Congress passed. Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Zielinski. Josh Zielinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio
2: program, for your free economic plan. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-JOSH.
0: Oh, I knew we was falling in love.
1: We're going to the phone lines. We have Joe. It's interesting, during the break, my kids are, uh, three of the boys, the three oldest boys, are playing some Uh, crazy game outside the studio with uh, I think they're trying to place a trap for me uh, with this uh, rope of some sort. So go ahead. uh, Somebody Joe on millennials. Go ahead.
5: Hi there. Uh, I just had a point to uh, what you were saying before. And, you know, it's true. I'm 25 myself, almost 26, the ripe age of getting kicked off of the uh, parents health insurance. And, you know, I, I just I know for a fact that many people that are my age, they go to school for the wrong reasons. They get degrees in subjects that are not going to you know, return on their investment by any means. And then they expect the world to be handed to them after they walk out with a degree that doesn't do anything. And in my situation, I, I studied accounting. I got my CPA. But I still am in $80,000 worth of debt after going to community college for two years and a state school. For three years to finish out a five-year program just to get the cpa and i'm in a better spot than most but i mean we got we got a big entitlement problem where everybody just wants to ride on the entitlement wagon and doesn't want to pay for it when it's time you know and people are they're working part-time jobs whether it be at starbucks or target and you know not really paying any health insurance until they're 26 and then they realize oh now I need a a full-time real job and this taught in the school systems they don't teach you about saving money they don't teach you about building a better life for yourself they teach you about being a degree collector and telling you that that's the way to go and that is a big big issue that I think we're gonna face generationally come you know a few years down the line when everybody is still being a renter and paying off a hundred thousand dollars they still got in debt
1: yeah and and i think the long term i mean i just googled ranking the cheapest online accounting degree programs culver stockton gardner Webb, liberty university saint joseph's college virginia international university concordia university bellevue and Indiana Wesley, and I don't know how much these cost, but folks, like, do you really need, this is interesting, um, uh, the cheapest program, Culver Stockton, six grand a year for an online MBA in accounting. That's not really a CPA, but then I guess you would go for your CPA. But why do kids need to spend even eighty grand? right? That's a lot of money. You could have your first house with that money. And uh, eighty grand would be a great down payment on a $320,000 house, you know? So I think we need to educate kids because your generation is going to save America or, uh, you know, give us on the lurch towards socialism because eventually we'll run out of other people's money to spend. So thank you for being responsible. Are you seeing more millennials turn responsible though, I am seeing a little bit more responsibility from some I'm seeing as they're getting into their thirties, late twenties. I don't know if that's the case. Uh, are you, what are you seeing with your friends or are they, or are they kind of still irrational? Okay. He's gone. So we'll be back next hour, breaking down the tax plan. But here's my tip, especially in light of COVID, right? COVID has taught us You don't really need in-person instruction like you think. Now could be a time to revolutionize education as we know it virtually and save a dramatic amount of money in educating our kids. So call us, folks, 888-988-JOSH. We'll give you the 27-point checklist. We cover real estate. We cover college funding. And you, this nice accountant responsible, we're going to cover savings for you. Savings for your parents. Savings for your grandparents. Call us 888-988-JOSH. We're going to give you a financial chessboard for your money. 888-988-JOSH. Call us now 888-988-JOSH. <laughs>
0: Zero seven ten. Now let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski.
1: Folks, we're now joined by Lewis Euler, founder and president of the National Tax Limitation Committee. Uh, Lewis, good morning. And for those who uh, haven't aren't familiar with your work as founder and president of the National Tax Limitation Committee. Uh, Talk about your background.
6: You bet. Well, we've been around for 45 years with our National Tax Limitation Committee, having worked with Ronald Reagan when he was uh, governor, developed the first state tax limitation measure, uh, recruited Milton Friedman and a number of others to the team, And uh, worked with him as president on his tax cuts then and have been part of the great 2017 uh, tax uh, cut and and, uh, tax reform measure that was passed by uh, uh, the the current president and the Republicans. So it's been a long ride as we've tried to improve uh, the tax situation for all Americans of every level of income and uh, every level of uh, investment. In
1: 1990, you were also co author of Prop 140, California's pioneering state term limit initiative. How, how did that go? I mean, like, do we, do we still have term limits in California? We still have
6: term limits. Uh, we did that at the same time they did it in Colorado and Oklahoma, and uh, it has worked uh, for us nicely. And uh, it so and, and term limits is being uh, advanced nationally by another group that we have worked with in the past. You bet.
1: Mm, yeah. Term limits, I think, should be everywhere and in every in every field. It it, it seems to yes. be a good thing, although it doesn't seem to have helped the state of California that much. Well, they it, it keep sliding you know, to uh,
6: on reflecting on it. I would say that concurrently with limiting the terms of elected officials, you need to limit the uh, time and term of uh, the support system people uh, so you don't have a uh, uh, a bureaucracy that is more knowledgeable and effective than the elected crowd. So Hmm. that's a dimension that uh, needs to be reviewed as well.
1: Hmm. And, And how do you think that would be changed?
6: Well, it's the kind of thing that the president is doing currently with so-called draining the swamp in Washington, and that is trying to eliminate uh, the size of the bureaucracy, uh, federal functions, returning key functions to the states and local governments, as we must do. I mean, the takeover of public education by Washington has been a disaster as we know from public employee unions around the country, et cetera. And so these are the things that we must do working together to restore and reshape and resize the government of the United States at all levels.
1: So, uh, Lewis, what, what's going on with the tax limitation movement? I mean, I'm, I, for one, I, I mentioned this earlier in the broadcast It used to be cool to talk about lowering taxes. Both Republicans and Democrats would say, hey, that guy's gonna raise your taxes, I'm gonna lower them. That lady's (laughs) gonna raise them and I'm gonna lower them. You don't hear that anymore. I think, and and I talked about this uh, on last hour, you need to have, we need to have almost like Republicans as vocal as AOC on the left is we need people to speak boldly and i even mean the president i don't know where they this this tax cut that he had was not even a real tax cut no offense you probably like it but they didn't lower the marginal rates much they lowered them from 39.6 to 37 i wanted to see them lower them to 28 or 25% marginal or a flat tax like we're not pushing when you're when you're not playing offense, you're playing defense. And oh no, this isn't a tax cut for the rich. Like, who cares if it's a tax cut for the rich? I never got a, a job from a from a poor person, so why not give more money back to people who're going to spend it on their employees?
6: So. <laughs> well stated. No, the uh, tax cut uh, was very real. It, the corporate tax cut uh, knocked that corporation from about forty percent. Yeah, but I have also. a small
1: business. I mean, I want to be real with this because I'm. I mean. I have a small business. I didn't see that because oh, okay,
6: well, uh, because also... if
1: you have because I'm taxed at my marginal bracket because I'm an S corp, and I got the twenty percent QBI, which was a great ta- uh, provision in the tax code, so fantastic provision for small business, but it limited, uh, so I can't get it on my fee-based fiduciary financial planning service, but I can get it on my insurance company. So that was good, but it didn't apply to all businesses. So that was kind of
6: lame so i mean well you know this is why keeping tax reform and refining it in the future is so critical because the tax reform of 2017 was just a start in the right direction and now uh, of course what biden and company and kamala harris are urging is repeal of tax reform and adding substantial taxes over the next decade. So that's what we've got to stop first. Then we can refine. Remember, uh, the people who put the tax reform together, including Paul Ryan, were confronted with the Budget Control Act of 74, which is a terrible block of uh, the refinements that they need uh, as you change uh, tax laws. And we need to eliminate the estate tax, finally kill it. We need to avoid a wealth tax, and we need to reduce rates, as you say, marginal tax rates, even more.
1: I mean, I, I talk about this with, I don't know if you follow Lacey Hunt, he's an economist, Ph.D., he was saying we need about a 28% marginal tax, highest bracket, to have a true long lasting stimulative effect in tax reform because those are the people that spend more of the money. I do love the 20% QBI, but I just wish it applied to every business. Um, QBI, yes. folks, if you're, if you're not remembering, was uh, like, let's say your business made uh, 400 grand. Will you get a 20% write off? basically off the top. So you're 80, uh, basically 20%, 80 grand would be uh, not taxed if you were a small business owner. I talked to the guy, uh, Corey Gardner from Colorado. I said, you know, I told him two years ago, I said, you need to pioneer this. You need to, you know, and he, uh, for some reason, I saw him on the train uh, going from DC to New Jersey. And I tried to corner him and said, you know, why'd you do this? She gave this to farmers, you gave this to engineers. You gave this to real estate people, but people uh, in the financial sector, accountants, attorneys, financial advisors, they don't get the. They didn't get it. And yeah, um, yeah. You know. I, you know. It was very odd that they picked and choose what industries won.
6: And he said, "Well, well you of know, of course t- this this underscores." One of the problems we confront in Washington and other capitals as well, and that is the power of the K Street crowd, the the lobbying crowd, that builds over time and that can be influential in the design of any piece of legislation, including tax legislation. One of the key things that happened with uh, tax reform was the uh, expensing of capital investment in the year in which it happened, rather than over time, depreciation over time. And this is the kind of thing we need to expand because it invited and has invited a massive influx of capital expenditure as we're retrieving money from overseas, ending double taxation and that sort of thing. This is the key to the future.
1: Yeah, that that is a great provision of the tax reform bill that that really helped a lot of farmers buying tractors, tractor trailer operators. That helped a lot of small business owners. That, that was a very good provision. OK, That's can right, you talk yeah. about the Biden proposal on tax increases? Uh, it is said that it could be four trillion over the next 10 years. If he wins in November and these increases were to pass, it'd be the highest in American history, indeed, potentially in world history. Uh, talk about the Biden tax proposals.
6: Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. It's been estimated to cost us $4 trillion over the next 10 years, and we would be restoring the corporate tax rate to its original nearly 40%, uh, which made it the highest among uh, industrialized nations around the world. It uh, kept uh, capital offshore, jobs offshore, etc. Uh, they would increase the capital gains tax to 40%. Now, you and I know that no matter how low capital gains tax has been reduced, and the lowest is 15%, that tax produced more revenue for every percentage you reduced it. I believe that we would have a reduction of revenue from that source only if we got down into the 10 or 11 or 12 percent tax rate. So there's something that we can change uh, immediately. And, of course, what uh, what Biden would impose and Kamala Harris and AOC is this Green New Deal that would wreck America's uh, fossil fuel industry without any uh, uh, you know, major change in, in the uh, uh, air and all that sort of thing around the, the world and would break the back of the fossil fuel industry in America as we have gained uh, 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 independence in terms of energy. So those are some of the key things that we have to protect against uh, in this election cycle.
1: Yeah, that Green New Deal is a big scam. Just look at how well it's working for California <laughs> with the brownouts. But this is where, like, conservatives need to go on the offensive. I mean, you, you, they need to do an ad where they, they show California rolling blackouts and say, this is coming to you
6: and no, that, you I mean, know that's absolutely right because we have shut down a couple of major nuclear uh, power sources along the coast uh, and we have traded it for wind and solar and when the wind doesn't blow and at night you don't get the solar and that's when PG&E and the rest of the major providers have had to cut power supplies during some of the hottest weather California has experienced. It is absolutely insane, and we're going to have to deal with it directly and responsibly as adults instead of uh, like children following some crazy uh, idea.
1: Even if they were true, and we we really were committed to, uh, you know, no fossil fuels, you could do nuclear. Could invest in, Absolutely. you know, like France and some of these other very liberal countries. They're not idiots, at least. You know, the, they use nuclear in conjunction with solar and wind. Yes. And, no, that, you know, it, it's, right. it's, it's really insanity. It, it, uh, I, I don't understand. And then, you know, it was funny. Governor Newsom was pressed on it and then basically said, you know, we're not going to basically even if this these blackouts continue, we're going to have anti-nuclear policies. Uh, in 2013, Governor Jerry Brown forced nuclear power plant San Onofre in Southern California to close. And uh, this is from Forbes. Had San Onofre still been operating, there most certainly would not have been blackouts on Friday. This was yeah, August. So, um, you know, you could, you could really, if you wanted to, not have American... You know I, although i don 't really find clean diesel and natural gas to be that really bad for the environment so i don't i don't know where
6: well that that's right, and we need um, you know the the uh, output from those uh, to grow the plant uh, crown uh, across the nation mm. and across the world and uh, so that's what's been happening is uh, uh, growth of our crops and trees and all the rest yeah. has been improving and increasing internationally uh, from the uh, uh, fallout of fossil fuels.
1: Okay, we're with Lewis Euler, tax expert, tax limitation balance budget amendment expert. I've been doing this for many years, folks. If you have a question for Lewis or myself, we've been back for one more segment. Give us a call: eight hundred three two one zero seven ten. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, and if you're concerned about higher taxes in the future, particularly on your 401k, many of you did a 401k or IRA because you were told that you would be in a lower tax bracket when you retire. Now with the loss of deductions, you're actually in a higher tax bracket than you ever thought possible. If you want to look for ways to minimize your taxes now and in retirement, call us 888 988 Josh will be back after these messages 888 988 Josh will be back after these messages are you worried about the recent coronavirus crisis and how it may have affected your money hi everybody I'm Josh Jelinski the financial quarterback inviting you to join me for my complimentary six ways to keep calm during turbulent markets webinar if you schedule and keep your no obligation webinar today at 888 Josh it's a great thing to do if you're stuck at home under stay at home orders Call. Call us right now, 888-988-JOSH. If you're bored, there's never been a better time to get a second opinion on your wealth than right now. 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. And go to my website, retirementrealitycheck.com today and take your free investment profile quiz. And when you buy my book, you're eligible for three free gifts. 888-988-JOSH.
2: Call Josh Jelinsky, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, 888-988-JOSH.
1: Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback here. In these uncertain financial times, it is imperative that you guard your financial future. If you call within the next three minutes, we will offer our complimentary Bear Market Survival Guide, which will detail steps to help your plan to potentially survive the COVID-19 crisis. The Bear Market Survival Guide will cover how you might still be able to retire amid a volatile economic climate. We will throw in our complimentary 27-point ultimate game plan for retirement. Call us at 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674 for your Bear Market Survival guide. Call
2: Josh Jalinski, host of the popular financial quarterback radio program, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH.
1: With Louis Euler, and folks, if you have a question on tax policy, uh, give us a call, 888-988-JOSH. So... Let's break down, okay, they're going to raise the top individual tax rate from, 39, uh, from 37% to 39.6. That'd be similar to the Obama era code. Um, then number two, limit the tax benefit of itemized deductions to 28%. This is something that does not get enough press, but this would really hurt charities more than anything else. Because wealthy people give to charities, sometimes they'll give 40, 50 percent of their income, and then, you know, that tax benefit will be limited. What other negatives occur when you limit itemized deductions?
6: Well, um, one of the things that has happened here is the way that they are taxing Social Security when people uh, continue to earn uh, other income as they retire or get to the retirement age. So that's a disastrous impact on many people as well. And I wanted to underscore for you the the, the key result from this tax reform is the number of jobs that have been created and the reduction of the uh, unemployment rate to a 50-year low, uh, 7 million new jobs, uh, had been added, then COVID hit, and uh, so we've had we've now finally this last month restored about half of those jobs, uh, 1.4 million more in August. So we've had 10 million jobs ret- restored, and so we have more people now back manning the oars, less government support program. So. I think we're, we're moving in the right direction, but we absolutely must stop this nonsense of the shutdown of America in order to enjoy a restoration of the economy that can work for us.
1: So uh, we're with Louis Euler, tax expert. So, so what do you um, – this is another interesting thing. The payroll tax ceiling is to be unlimited. This is occasionally something that even people on the right agree with. I think that is a horrible idea, largely because it hurts small business owners. Meaning if you're Jeff Bezos, Zuckerberg, you're getting all your stock shares, you're, you're selling your stock when you need money. You're paying a 23.8 bracket. If you're a small business owner like me in the great state of New Jersey, you're paying 37 cents on every dollar to the federal government, 8.97 to the state government. That's 45 cents on every dollar right away. Then you're paying 15 cents on every dollar in payroll taxes, FICA taxes, social security taxes, and you're paying 15% on the first 137 grand. Then after 137 grand, you get a little break. This payroll tax thing is a bad idea. On limiting the ceiling, how do you make that though, like palatable to the masses? It's very hard to explain to people.
6: Well, but but you have explained it properly, and all we need to do is just get. And it's a fairness issue, and that's the the word that we neglect to put into. Uh, operation in tax discussions is fairness. And uh, after a certain point, after people have paid into Social Security, etc., up to well beyond what they will derive, fairness demands that we stop taking those funds. And one of the things we've got to do in the future, assuming that we retain control of the whole tax structure and the And the laws of this government uh, after this election, one of the things we must do is begin to recognize that the size of government at all levels in America is too large. We're at 40% of GDP. The uh, right size of government analysts internationally have come to agree that when a nation Taxes and spends more than about 20% of GDP. They have gone beyond the um, appropriate level for government, its size, and all the rest, which directly... Wait, how much percent?
1: Percentage, what is the percent again?
6: Uh, The percentage should be not more than about 20% of gross domestic Mm. product, Right now, it's 21 percent federal and about 14 percent state and local and about 5 percent the cost of complying with government regulation at all levels. And those who've studied this, you know, Ronald Reagan understood limited government. He was a devotee of limited government without ever having had access to the understanding and to the details of what limited government meant. Although yeah, but we don't even believe years. in
1: living in – I mean, are you, are you consulting the president? Because I don't know if he's an advocate of limited government by what I'm seeing.
6: Well, uh, no, I no, mean, he uh, is. Uh, and what he's doing is cutting out much of the bureaucracy and trying to restore functions from Washington to the local level, to the state and local level. So uh, he understands that it's important. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I don't really see that, $8 trillion in new spending this year. Just to, just to be fair, I mean, he spent more than President Obama, spent more than George W. Bush, and they spent too much. So I, I'm, I'm a little worried about how much we're spending. Um, I would like to see a plan to reduce government, exactly, because uh, it, it's way too big. Uh, so, no, I would agree with you there. Now, as it relates to the capital gains rate, uh, up to thirty nine point six. Uh, there's much being said over a million thirty nine point six. What happens under a million in the Biden plan to capital gains? Uh,
6: they 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 continue to impose a rate of uh, up to thirty nine percent.
1: It's it, so capital gains will essentially be taxed at ordinary income. So if you're thirty three percent. Now, what about the Obamacare tax? So, this is the other thing that they don't say. Right now, if you sell stock you're, you're, and you're in a higher bracket, you're paying about 23.8 cents because they never did away with the Obamacare tax, right?
6: Yeah, but they would reinstate the Obamacare individual mandate tax as well. So, part then the capital the, gains tax would not
1: be 39.6, it would be 39.6 plus 3.8,
6: right? Yes. Right. So that
1: that right there is a lie. (laughs) Uh, They're not they're not even telling us. So the tax rate on capital gains, the highest rate would be forty three point four. And let's say you're not in the highest bracket and you're in like a twenty four percent bracket. You would go from paying right now, like fifteen to twenty to paying twenty four plus three point eight. You'd be paying twenty seven point eight. So there are taxes on people making under 400 grand. So, so that, so that that's kind of a lie. So, uh, what are they looking to increase the death tax to?
6: Do you, do you know that they, they, they would, uh, uh, they would increase the, uh, number of estates. They would reduce the level, uh, that's excluded and increase the number of estates that we be subject to an estate tax. And, uh, we have been urging, of course, its complete elimination. And uh, a country like Sweden, for example, uh, when it was driving uh, capitalists out of Sweden, IKEA's uh, capital uh, creator, uh, and they eliminated the estate tax and brought those people back. And, you know, we know and I know people who have left America because of the estate tax and we would bring them back if we would stop this kind of nonsense.
1: Yeah. So Sweden has no estate tax. Sweden's always the Sweden is always the. It's funny that for for some reason the left and the right all point to Sweden as like yeah, I know. the example. Uh, it's it, it. I I don't no, know. So. Uh, it's it's just odd. everybody seems oh Sweden does this. You know they have universal health care. They have uh, they have no uh, COVID rules. They have no you know. It's funny why everyone picks Sweden as sort of the the prototypical example of what to do. So, okay, as we conclude this segment, what do you think our people need to know about the Biden proposal that they do not yet know? And then, does uh, President Bush, uh, I mean, President Bush, what am I talking about? Does President Trump have any, like, like what is he proposing to lower taxes? Because I haven't really heard a, I've just heard they're going to continue them. They're going to make them permanent. Any any other proposals that he's talking about that bring you yes, they.
6: Well, it's, it's what we call um, tax reform 2.0, and that would make all of the tax rate reductions permanent. If we don't do that uh, in uh, 2025, uh, all of these rates increase. Uh, because of the nonsensical rules of the Budget Control Act, and uh, we will not see the elimination of the estate tax. And when we keep expanding the base of uh, of, uh, elimination of of expenditures and eliminate uh, depreciation for immediate expensing of capital expenditures, That is the driving force for rapid expansion of America. And, you know, the key to the future for all Americans is the rate of economic growth. And we need to return to 4 percent plus, which we achieved during Reagan's years. Then you double the size of the nation and its wealth in 18 years. And, and that's then you the get key. more tax
1: revenue. And I think if they lowered it, marginal tax rate to 20% immediately, that would have the stimulative effect we need. So thank you so much, Louis Euler. Uh, where can our people learn more about you? Website, whatever they you want to They can come
6: to our website at limittaxes.org and help us get the word out on tax reform and its benefits for America and how to keep it.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, um, Lewis Euler. Uh, limittaxes.org. I'm all for that. Give us a call, folks, 888-988-JOSH. If you want to learn ways to potentially reduce your taxes, call us now, 888-988-JOSH. We'll be back after these messages.
2: It's always on your mind. Retirement, whether you're 55 or 35, not everyone wants to work forever and most would like a comfortable retirement. You may already have a plan, but is it the right one? Josh Jelinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio Program, is ready to guide you towards financial freedom. He challenges the ways your parents and grandparents saved money with fresh strategies, which are exactly what you need to navigate today's volatile economic climate. Josh's new book, Retirement Reality Check, is available to order on Amazon. It's an easy read that guides you through his system for securing your financial freedom, including tax saving strategies, understanding the right investment mix, and more. Order now. Retirement Reality Check. Call Josh at 888-988-JOSH. Let Josh help you map out your retirement using fresh strategies. Call 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-5674.
1: Taking your questions all hours, all hour, 800-321-0710, 800 800- Three, two, one, zero, seven, ten. So uh, the raising of the top individual tax rate to 39.6, limit the tax benefit of itemized deductions 28%, make the payroll tax ceiling unlimited. Altogether, with a 39.6% rate on income, the federal government's top marginal tax on labor would be higher than 50%. Factor in state income taxes. For example, New Jersey's 10.75 and the marginal rate would hit the 60s. So why does the government need 60 cents of every dollar I make? What do you think will happen to each state when these rates takes effect? You're going to have more blue states hit as people flee the ones. So if you, if, here's the thing. If you have a federal tax increase to 39.6, and then people say, well, I'm going to go to all the states that have no state income tax, you're going to bankrupt the blue states even more now so uh, craziness now Biden's proposal will also reinstate the individual uh, Obamacare mandate which hits lower income and middle class families the hardest with an estimated bill of $695 to $2,000 per family most households paying that tax made less than $50 grand you remember Trump's 2017 tax form zeroed out the Obamacare tax to help working people and then they want to raise the corporate tax rate to 40% the only problem I have, and I mean, I'm a conservative guy, but I'm an equal kind of opportunity, is I'd like to see, and, and I didn't ask him this, and I wish I would have, have we really seen corporations, which corporations have come back to the States because of a lower corporate tax? Uh, so which companies moved back into the U.S.? and re-domiciled from Ireland to the U.S. Did Neutrogena? Probably not. So that's why, to me, the Reagan concept of lowering marginal rates to 28%, lowering the rates on small business to 28%, makes a bigger dent. Or raising, you know, if if you just said the max tax rate is 25% or 28%, I mean, 28 cents in every dollar is still a lot, you know. So give us a call, folks. 800-321-0710. Now, uh, the NASDAQ, uh, which normally has been booming, you know, has many of those constituencies uh, suffered a little law of, You know, gravity this week, the Nasdaq lost 5% Thursday, S&P dropped 3.5%, and it was the worst day Thursday for all indexes since June 11th. Now, you know, markets were a little frothy, so we could experience a pullback, or you could have people, you know, Tuesday buy the dip. So uh, what what do I think is going to happen I'm not in the business of using my crystal ball, but I would I would say that we are eventually due for a correction. But I could see the market go irrationally higher than people realize as people get excited about. uh, You're already seeing this. I look at real clear politics averages. Very interesting thing. Trump is up in Georgia. Biden is up only 2.3 in Ohio. Biden is up only 3% in Minnesota. That's a very different result. And if you look at the spread in battlegrounds, Trump is up 0.3% from where he was in 2016. And he won in 2016. So he doesn't poll as well as You know, it's not it's not like an accurate measure of polling. So you could see Trump basically replay what's going on from 2016, except it looks like he's going to lose Arizona, but he may lose Pennsylvania and he may win Minnesota and he still wins. And that would be good for the market heading into November. But then. In November, we might have some correction, late October, something like that. We'll see. The new jobs numbers are pointing to the V-shaped recovery, though, that, that the president's talked about. Unemployment's now down to 8.3%. 8.4% added 1.4 million jobs in August. So we're seeing that bounce back uh, that the president has called for. And uh, now we're going to go to the phone lines. Who do we have? Jonathan, you're on with Josh Jolinsky, the financial quarterback. Go ahead. Good morning, Josh. I love your show. And I uh, totally agree with
4: your uh, guest. And I have just a short but a sweet comment. The greatest enemy of the virus is a powerful economic growth. We need to go back to work to grow the economy. That is
1: how we move forward. That's my uh, opinion. Yeah, well, we're seeing all over states, you know, go back to work wear a mask and pretty much uh the virus doesn't transmit that much so uh you know I, I don't know why we can't all go back and then you just wear a mask and you know if you're sick you stay home and if you're over 60 you stay home if you don't feel good or if you're immunosuppressed or have the comorbidities i don't know why uh, you know we aren't getting some type of I don't know why we have to, like, limit those in dining to 25%. New Jersey just announced, okay, we're letting people back to indoor dining. One of the only states to hold out and for all the restaurants to suffer. Poor restaurant owners, right? So any other comments on that, Jonathan? Jonathan?
4: Well, that's pretty much it. I think that uh, we need to go back to work, follow the guidelines, and I think the economy is going to recover. It's going to be greater than ever.
1: Yeah, for example, okay, we, we have our uh, beloved nephew. We were going to go spend uh, the weekend with them and our family, my, my wife's, my in-laws. And, uh, you know, the, they were caring of us. They said, you know what, uh, little little, Kamey, uh, as he's called, or whatever uh, we we have uh, my little nephew he you know he has a fever okay how much was the fever okay well let's go to the doctor let's get a test Let, you know he got a COVID test okay we'll know in a couple days if he doesn't have it good okay it's just a little thing you know I don't know why people can't use common sense and then you just stay home you don't transmit you don't you know I don't know why we have to have these draconian measures to shut everything down in March April I get. Um, we at the Jolinsky advisory group and wealth quarterback our fee based fiduciary firm, you know, we follow the guidelines. You know, if you come to sit with us, you know, you sit about 10 feet away, not even six feet away. We'll give you a mask. We'll take your temperature, your sign of form. Um, you'll wear a mask. I'll wear a mask and basically we'll protect you. You protect us. And until, you know, we know that this thing's beat, you know, you do that. We we're operating under Zoom. Like uh, we don't use Zoom because of security issues with Zoom. We use uh, a more higher-grade security encrypted program. And basically, uh, you get to meet with us from your home. And so you have no risk. So, folks, if you want the free COVID-19-friendly review, call us at 888 josh If you want the 27-point ultimate review, financial game plan give us a call 888-988-josh we can do phone meetings we can do webinars and we'd love to hear from you 888-988-josh we'll be back after these messages
3: hey meet you out on the first tee yeah i'll be right there just reading this article on what new bill congress passed Looks like it's going to affect the value of all retirement savings plans. My financial guy didn't tell me about this when I saw him the other day. Well, my guy did, and we made a plan. You may have heard of him, Josh Zielinski. Josh Zielinski is your guy? Listen, if you're 10 years or less from retirement... Which I am. Josh will give you a free economic plan, which includes retirement planning, a 27-point checklist to make sure your income lasts as long as you live. He'll even help you navigate the current tax code. I'm definitely going to call Josh. Cool, but first, can we play some golf? Call Josh Jelinski host of the popular
2: financial quarterback radio program for your free economic plan 888 josh 888 josh 888 josh
1: are you worried about the recent coronavirus crisis and how it may have affected your money hi everybody i'm josh jolinski the financial quarterback inviting you to join me for my complimentary six ways to keep calm during turbulent markets webinar if you schedule and keep your no obligation webinar to day at 888-988-JOSH it's a great thing to do if you're stuck at home under stay at home orders call us right now 888-988-JOSH if you're bored there's never been a better time to get a second opinion on your wealth than right now 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. And go to my website, retirementrealitycheck.com today and take your free investment profile quiz. And when you buy my book, you're eligible for three free gifts.
2: 888-988-JOSH. Call Josh Jelinski, host of the popular financial quarterback radio program, 888-988-JOSH.
1: To get a second opinion on your wealth, call us 888 888- nine at eight josh entry i went to realclearpolitics.com, and i'm going to give you my election predictions i mean this is fun it's probably not going to be true but i will i will break down my electoral map and what that means for the market up next but first we have karen who has a question on fixed annuities
7: yes i went to a seminar about two weeks ago and the financial moderator said that if you do fixed
1: annuities... Well, oh, wait, real quick. Yeah. So they're doing live in-person seminars? Yeah.
7: Where, what state are you yes, in? Yes, at a restaurant. We're in What's... Monmouth County, New Jersey.
1: How is that allowed?
7: That's allowed. We had a free dinner and everything. It's New Jersey, but we weren't allowed. It was outside under 10.
1: Oh, that's okay. So they, uh, that's funny because we didn't have, so... Wow, so you went to the bad chicken dinner seminar, okay, and, and how was it? No, it, it was nice. a delicious dinner. But oh, the thing is, he dinner. said these six asses. So he's bribing you assets. with food. <laughs>
7: yes, but he did it very well. He did the seminar, and then he just left, so you couldn't ask any questions. Oh, well, that's stupid. So this well, way you, you wanted to see him. No, I think it made people want to see him because he was, he was very good, very charismatic, but he said there are absolutely no fees to us. If we invested in them, the insurance company pays all his fees. Sure. And now, I, is that true?
1: Well, number one, I generally would not go to somebody just because they bribed you with, with a, uh, apparently you have a, some of these are bad chicken dinner. You had a great chicken. What did you have, the stuffed capon? The, the No, salmon? I had fripped steak. <laughs> Strip steak. steak. Wow. (laughs) Where where was this seminar at? I want to go Scarborough Fair.
7: Have you ever heard of it? What was it called? Scarborough Fair.
1: Wow. Yeah, they they spared no expense. So here's the thing. That guy was probably paying 30 to 40 dollars for a steak seminar for you. He's got to get the money somewhere. And he got the money from the commissions from the annuity company. Now, by the way, I'm not against annuities just because they pay commissions. OK, I think that's stupid. There's some commercial. Well, you don't want to pay because of commission. OK, what you have to do is look at, well, what are your goals? What are your objectives? And does the fee match? I mean, to be honest, he, you're getting OK. When you do a fixed annuity, they are not charging you a fee because the insurance company is holding your money for 10 years or seven years, and they're making right, money off year. what's called the spread. So if you're in a seven year annuity, generally you're gonna make about 3% a year maximum for the tie up of seven years. And the insurance company you know, will be making what's called the spread on that money. So if you're okay with 3% over seven years, could be fine.
7: Now, well, he here's said four to
1: six. So, well, I think that's, that. that's, that's not true. But anyway, um, what that means is if he said four to six, was when the market is up, you get a cap most generally of four or 4.5. The best caps right now are about four to 4.5. I looked this up yesterday at somebody shop around. So, when the market goes up, you make four and a half. When the market goes down, you don't make anything. You don't lose anything. If you yeah, add some zeros the in there, but if you add some right. zeros, that's a 3% average over seven years. So basically you have a seven-year CD at 3% backed by an insurance company. That's what a fixed annuity is. So don't fall for the hype. It doesn't mean you're making six. So if you're okay with tying up your money for seven years and making 3%, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I am almost 70. Is that a good thing to do? I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, you you may want to have a portion in something like that, a portion in high quality individual stocks, a portion in exchange traded funds. Uh, You know, you're really not going to get any growth to offset inflation. You are going to get some preservation. I'd have to see what the term is. You, You apparently know that it's seven years. Are there any rider charges? Some annuities have rider fees. There's nothing and wrong with that. what is the rider um, we- it's, it's generally, some annuities will give you like an income for life. So if you put 100 grand in, we'll give you five grand a year for as long as you live. And that uh, would be an I additional have- fee of generally between zero and one and a quarter percent. And, you know, I just would not. Um, now, you, could, you might be able to average 4% over seven years. You're not averaging six, though. The way those. the um, I mean, generally, so you're not paying a fee. You're just limiting your returns to within the formula that the insurance company sets up. Does that make sense? So I'm not against right. annuities. And- what I would recommend is you not go to somebody just bribing you with free food. You call us 888 josh You you bring in whatever proposal you're looking at. We audit what you looked at, and then we shop annuities so that you know you're getting the best deal for the Risk profile. Does that make sense? I'm not of the opinion that annuities are bad. Sounds like it may be appropriate for some of your money, for a portion, due to the fact that you're very conservative and don't have, uh you know. But I'd have to get to know you well enough. I'd have to. I w- I'd want to educate you on. Okay, here are the three best seven-year annuities. Here are the three best eight-year. Here are the three best ten. Here are the three best five, so that you can pick and know. We just didn't go with the first one. That that maybe maybe that. Annuity company sponsored the dinner, right? You know, then he's going to put it with you know, rattlesnake life insurance company out of you know, Paducah, Kentucky. You know, some company you never heard of. Maybe you want to go with an A plus rated company that's been around for hundred years. You know what I mean? So there's a lot to go into evaluating annuities properly, Um, and you might be in the right church, the wrong pew. You know, so maybe you're supposed to be in an annuity for a portion of your money, but you just want to become a little more educated. If you want to become more educated on annuities, call us 888-988-JOSH. Any other questions on that? I told told the person
7: to call call us in two weeks. He said, okay, he'll make a note of that because it sparked an interest, and I'm going to educate myself a little bit, too, about it. Yeah, well,
1: we'll give you a free educational session, and I'm sorry we will not. Uh, give you strip steak, but you can call us for free at 888-988-JOSH and get an educational session, okay? 888-988-5674. We'll be back after these messages with a final call at 800-321-0710. And call us if you went to a seminar or whatever, 888-988-JOSH. Make sure you don't just buy the first thing you see. Eight at eight, nine at eight. Josh, we'll be back after these messages. Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback here. In these uncertain financial times, it is imperative that you guard your financial future. If you call within the next three minutes, we will offer our complimentary Bear Market Survival Guide, which will detail steps to help your plan to potentially survive the COVID-19 crisis. The Bear Market Survival Guide will cover how you might still be able to retire amid a volatile economic climate. We will throw in our complimentary 27-point ultimate game plan for retirement. Call us at 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674 for your Bear Market Survival
2: Guide. Call Josh Jalinski, host of the popular Financial Quarterback Radio program, 888-988-JOSH,
1: 888-988-JOSH. Okay, who do we have? Final call- caller. Mark, go ahead.
4: Yes. Uh, hi, Josh. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I'm Mark and Philly. You
5: know who I am. Yes. Yes, my
1: yeah, good friend hi. Mark. Good, uh, is, uh, good to hear your uh, voice. Anyway, is it... Um, is it too political for I mention specific uh, thing about China? Uh, because uh, Trump, sure, I think ahead. he wants
4: he wants smaller government. But vis-a-vis our defense with China,
1: can I can I interject just just two sure, two three ahead. words? Go ahead, China. Broadcast. I just heard yesterday China's navy is now larger than ours. Yeah, that may, may be the case. So so yeah. you know. Uh, Small governments.
4: I hope there's no waste in government. On the other hand,
1: wow. Yeah, that's crazy. You yeah. know, there's some, uh, you know, that's crazy. Um, yeah, apparently um, the People's Liberation Army, Navy, I don't know if this is true, 350 Battle Force ships as opposed to the U.S. 293. So, man, it's craziness. So, ah. Uh, And if you study
0: cycles,
1: uh, war cycles occur every so many years. So uh, it's a little worrisome for sure. Yeah, some government spending is necessary. Strong defense, definitely. But I think the gentleman who said, okay, we should limit it to 20% of GDP or something like that, that's a good idea. So, folks, give us a call, 888-988-JOSH. If you want the free tax optimizer discussion We'll go over ways where you could potentially learn about Roths, insurance policies, and the like. We'll go through an income plan for income that lasts as long as you do. Conservative strategies, moderate strategies, aggressive strategies, tactical strategies, strategic strategies. Call us, 888-988-JOSH, for the free 27-point ultimate game plan for retirement. Call us now for the free retirement reality check, 888-988-JOSH.